world, what's going on? It's your boy Titus Peoples, and we are back with yet another episode of When Discussion Strikes. Please like and subscribe to Ultimate Class TV. Today, we got probably one of the funniest up-and-coming guys on the internet right now. Julio, with the H, is in the building. <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's going on, man? Yo, man, you tell me, man. Like, you know what I mean? You over there looking Shit. silky smooth. <laughs> It's like, like you about it's, to promote. I got to represent for the Haitians, you feel me? Word. That's he had a silk shirt on. Like, <laughs> like yo, he came here like he about to produce a song shit. for Janet Jackson and shit. My like, baby mama got me this. I mean, my girlfriend. It don't matter. Word, it don't matter. Like, <laughs> not I mean, silky smooth in the building. Nah, but what's good, Julio? Shit, man, that's been working, bro. Like, getting a lot of content, putting it together. You know, I'm going to drop a lot of things soon. I've been dropping shit lately. You feel me? I got an album out right now, that 1303. I did that for the town. Yeah. 1303, so yeah, we just gonna jump right into that. Yo, what is 1303, man? I bet, so basically it's like, it's a compilation album. Like, some people call it a mixtape or whatever, but I think of it as an album because of the effort I put into it. Like, the night I started that shit, it was the same night my daughter was born, so it, like, it meant a lot to me. Like, Fire. the same night, so it was like, it was like a two year process, I'd say. Yeah, it was like two years it took to do that. Cause, right. cause um, what I do, so basically what I did was, the older people from Elmont, that's where I'm from, right? They call it Exit 13, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a small town in Long Island, you know what I'm saying? We call it Exit 13, the older dudes. But the younger generation, they like to call it the 03. So what I did, I was like, you know what? I fuck with the older dudes and I fuck with the younger generation. Let me just put them together. So that's how I came with 1303. So like, yeah, it was, it was a lot though, it was a tough process. Yo, so who you got on this album, man? Like, who are the producers, uh, man? I bet. So, um, I got Stax Official on the album. He's from Queens, Elmont. You know what I'm saying? He came from the towns. I got John Mill on there, a young boy. He wanted the 03s from the towns. Um, Easy European. Um, Felicia Mitchell. Um, fuck. D Aura's on there. I know a lot of y'all might know D Aura. He's buzzing right now. Um, who else? League GG that dripped like Chris. Ace Brav went out in Cali and shot a video, too. Um, it's a lot. Damn, I feel like I'm missing people. Shout out my boy Smack, 808 Mafia. He produced the track on there, that at least track. Um, it's a lot. I think I'm forgetting some people. They're going to be tight. Did my humble cousin produce that joint on there? My son Adam, he engineered the whole product. <laughs> you know shout what I'm out saying? to the cousin. Yo, shout out to Adam, bro. Stop playing. My son Adam, he produced about four tracks on there. He engineered the entire project with me. Yo, shout out my brother Adam, bro. Without Yo. Adam, I ain't gonna front. It would have been like impossible to complete this because he's the one that put the battery in my back. He's the one that really orchestrated a lot of the sounds in it we, to make sure all the sounds blend together. Like, yo, 80, 80XM, man. Yo, Adam, that's my boy right there, man. Yo, shout yeah. out to the And cousin. shout out to my boy Quill, too, man. You killed it, boy. Yeah. Yo, so like, this is new thing now. Well, it's not new because a lot of people have done both. Why do most hip-hop artists now want to be stand-up comedians. I felt at one point the artists wanted to be athletes, now they want to be stand-up comedians. Break that down for I me, I feel bro. like with the way um, social media is now and the way the generation is now, it's, it's, it's easier. You know what I'm saying? It's easier right. to just jump to telling jokes as opposed to doing anything else. You get what I'm saying? It's like once you gain that following, because not for nothing, a lot of the followings that they do gain is from traction from them putting out regular content of them just going to the store, smacking somebody, doing some funny, outrageous shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, outrageous is so the like, way to go. I wouldn't say go back to their roots, but I feel like it's like a comfort zone for everybody. I feel like com comedy is just in the black culture, period. I feel like no matter what it is, no matter what you do, you're going to want to laugh out of it. It could be at a funeral. I done went to funerals many times this 
God rest their souls this the past two years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. All the funerals I've been to, you're going to find that one little comic relief, even with the pastor. You get what I'm saying? Word. So, yeah. Wig on tilt. <laughs> Coffee stain on the apron. All of that. <laughs> man, listen. I don't know about these churches these days, man. Nah, you know, a lot of know. pastors do be stealing from the congregation, but hey, do, do what you, you, you got to do. You saw the one with the Gucci suit on? Yeah, like, yeah, that that's was crazy. wild. Like, <laughs> I need his job. I ain't going to front. <laughs> my man was Gucci from head to toe. Like, you know that offering paint got number fives and tens in it. We're going to swing it around one luck. more time. He might be the first pastor to rap himself. I've never seen no shit like that before, bro. Me neither. That caught me off guard. And then when 50 posted it, that's when I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right, he made himself hot. It's over. They got him. Yeah, that's a <laughs> fact. Nah, so like 4th and 13th. Yeah, that was, that was um, so 4th and 13th, that was a podcast, uh, me and my uh, my bros, Rios and Jay Bobby. Um, so basically, they really helped me um, get comfortable in this um media world. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like I learned a lot from them. Like Bobby, I knew for years. Like I'm talking about my brother before I even thought about looking at a laptop type shit. You get what I'm saying? But like that, uh, we 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 don't do that. Um, that I'm not gonna say that podcast is over, but we don't keep. It's not occurring right now because we all branched off into different things. You get what I'm saying? Right, like right, Jay Bobby, right. he was more of the the sports. You get what I'm saying? So now he's killing with sports content online. My boy Rios, he's more into sports analyst and like he has like that that white crowd quote oh. unquote. You get what I'm saying? Right, so he's cool, killing cool. that audience and me. I'm for the niggas, you feel? I'm for the culture, yeah, so I, I just, I'm branched off, I'm killing this shit, how I'm supposed to kill this shit in my lane, you get what I'm saying? So I wouldn't say it's over at all, but I would say maybe, maybe 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, you don't know, but this, these we niggas, you get what I'm saying? So we never know where our careers could take us. So yeah, that's definitely what that is right know. now. But that was definitely a fun time in my life, though, definitely. Learned a lot. That's dope. Yo, so, stand-up, like, you do yeah. stand-up? I do stand-up comedy. I gotta get back to it, though, I've been lazy on it, I'm not gonna lie. All right, so what's the craziest show you've had? The craziest show I had? What do you mean? Like like fans, like, you know what I mean? Fan-wise? Well, yeah. I'll tell you one show that had everything in it. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Tone Skabop. That's my boy. Yo, tone it up, boy. Um, so there was this Halloween show, right? So I came through dressed as um, Jerome for Martin. You get what I'm saying? Okay, so Romy Rome. I'm like maybe third or fourth in the lineup or something like that. Whatever. So, like, I guess people saw, like, a sneak peek of me when I, I tried to sneak into the spot. I didn't want everybody to see me before I came out. You get what I'm saying? Because I was ready to perform, but I didn't want everyone to see me. So I went there kind of late and everything. So now I get there. I guess someone caught wind of me when I walked in. I was like, oh, oh, you know, doing the drum shit. Oh, oh, oh. Walked in the spot. And then all the things like, that's it. Whatever. Boom. I went up there. I started performing. I'm performing. Everything's going good. I killed that shit real quick. I get off. I ended up hosting the shit. You get what I'm saying? The shit is lit. You get what I'm saying? Like, the shit is lit. I just ended up posting this shit instead of just performing. I was just performing for like two, three minutes, four minutes, get off, introduce the next person. And the thing is, the way I did it, I did it with my boy, um, Leek Low. He, he's a smart guy. He thought of that shit. Basically, um, what he did was um, he seen what was going on. He just checked the temperature of the room. He was like, yo, bro, when you get off, introduce the next one, and then just go right back on. I was like, all right, fuck it. So I'm in there. We killing it, whatever. Here comes Tone, all right? He's like, the, he knows how to kill shutdown shows, right? He's like the shutdown show king, right? He goes, he's just, I don't know, he started wilding, right? He's telling jokes, whatever. I guess one of the dudes on the side got offended. So then all I hear is the dude go like, what? Tone looked at him, he says, Nick, you heard what I said? And then Tone just hooked off on the dude, right? So now me, I look, it's my men's, right? Stax is right there. My shorty right there, there's mad shit going on. I'm like, I got my tight ass Jerome pants on. I got the wig going all over the place. I'm greased up, mad Vaseline all over my body, bro. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. 
I see dudes throwing punches, I'm grabbing my mans and shit. Like, maybe that's the craziest moment I had at a show, but the thing is, I couldn't perform no more and I was tight. So that's probably the most crazy shit that I've been through personally at a comedy show. Mm. Yeah. So, comedic timing. How important is comedic timing? Because, like, you do stand-up and you do yeah. all the content creating. Like, yeah. how important and impeccable do you have to be for your comedic timing? Talk to the people about I, that. I wouldn't say you have to be impeccable. I just say you have to read the room, know the crowd, and, like, say it at the right time. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't just come out with a joke talking about R. Kelly. Young bitches. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Like, that's just weird. It's cringy. They're going to walk out the stage. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at least when you come out, just go, come out singing first. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, hold on, what are you singing? You know what I'm saying? Oh, word, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just started the song. That's all. He's wild and don't do that. Like, I feel like it's just how do you say it and when you say it and what do you do, like, with it? Like, you can't just come out and make shit cringy. Especially now with the way social media is, you say the wrong thing, like, oh, yeah, they like will you cancel you in a second. Like, I've seen that shit happen to a countless amount of people. Like, you want to keep everybody on their toes. You want to say the right thing at the right time. But, like, it's not the easiest. It's easier said than done. That's the best way I could put it, really. Because, like, your delivery, like, the way you say your tone, like, everything matters when you're on stage. Because it's just you, a microphone, the lights, and then it's not even faces. It's just figures all just staring at you. You don't know if they're laughing or not sometimes. You just going and going and going until you naturally feel that shit. And then it's like, all right, I got him. Like, there's always going to be that one point where he's like, got him. And now you can say whatever you want. Now you can just keep going. You get what I'm saying? So Have you ever bombed? Hell yeah. What? Yo, one time I went home and cried, bro. No funny shit. I never even told nobody about this shit, bro. Like, I'll tell you this shit. Um, What happened? So I had a show in um in Laurelton, Queens, right? I had a show in Laurelton, Queens at um Only Rare Ice Cream. Check them out, too, on Merrick. Only Rare. Um, Only Rare NYC. Um, I had a show there. I'm on stage the whole day. I was thinking about the show. I'm like, yeah, I gotta kill it tonight because I done killed it here. Because I had a show there one time on Thanksgiving and I killed that shit. Like, I shut it down type shit. So I'm thinking, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna kill it again. I get there. I'm just went back warming up, reciting the jokes in my head. Boy, I get on that stage. Everything went blank. Like, I don't know what it was. I'm looking at the crowd. I'm talking to it. And there was another comedian. Like, he seen that I was bombing. So he tried to help me out. So he wanted me to roast him. He was like, yeah, bro, I'm from St. Louis. I looked at him. Like, in my head, I saw the same shit, but I just couldn't get it out. And I was like, all right, y'all, have a good night. I walk to the back. All I hear is, oh, right? I'm back there for, like, I'm waiting for everybody to leave. I ain't going to show my face, bro. I was like, I'm waiting for everybody to leave, and then I'll dip. I get home. As soon as I see my shorty, bro, I started bawling. <laughs> That's when I knew I was passionate about it, though. Like, I really yeah. cared, you feel me? So, like, that shit was, like, a lesson learned for me. Like, it's nothing that I could be ashamed of or embarrassed about. Like, maybe whoever's watching this is going to be like, damn, that happened to me before, too, bro. You get what I'm saying? So, right. like. Just keep pushing. That's all I can tell you. Don't don't give up. Cause like right after that, I ain't going front. I ain't do a show for like two weeks, and then my boy Tone had a show. Had a um had a, a, a showcase. He told me to come through. I came through. I got comfortable again, and I was good. Like regular regular. Like oh shit, I know I could do this. I know I wasn't bugging. Like I was ready to quit, bro. Like nah, this shit ain't for me. Maybe I got lucky that one time. But then I started. I practiced more a little bit, and then I was like, I got to put more effort into this shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yo, so that's a crazy story. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, walked in the crib like, bitch, we gonna be broke forever. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, yo, I got two kids. We can't do this shit. You know what I'm saying? But nah, yeah, that's that crazy. was in the past, though. You learn from that shit, bro. Yo, absolutely. You know what so what does the future hold for Julio? Like, are you looking at getting to like acting, acting? Like, yeah, um, nah, I mean, if it happens, like, I have I haven't really the thing is with me, when I do things, if I'm not like 150% into it, I'm not even gonna really like tap into it. Like, I'll look it up. I'll go on YouTube, do some research on it real quick, just, you know, just in case one day I need to learn it for myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
But other than that, like, I don't know. If it happens, then, yeah, I'll get into acting. But right now, what I'm focused on is um, I have a new show coming out called The Julio Show, basically, where I'll be interviewing different creatives and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? That's yeah. fire. That's fire. So that's what I'm working on now. Yo, so let's jump back. Let's take a step back. Let's talk about the music, bro. Like, bet, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, where did your inspiration from the music come from? All right, so my inspiration for the music, basically, um... I just love music, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of my friends make fun of me because growing up, all I really listened to was Southern music. Like, I listened to Andre 3000. I listened to Silk the Shocker, you know, No Limit. I was a No Limit fan. I was a Hot Boy fan. Like, my, my um, AIM uh, screen name was um, Young Stunner 13. You get what I'm saying? Because so I really thought I was the number one, one stunner, you feel me? <laughs> I thought he was the number one stunner you with the 5X white T on with the arms yeah, and T's. all of that, bro. I was doing all of that. Uh, I had the bandanas damn. everything. The headbands, I had all that shit, bro. Nigga <laughs> said, uh, in the nine, nine, nine. Bro, Silk the Shock was my favorite rapper, bro. I'm trying to tell you. I love the South, bro. You see your face right now? That's how my friends look at me, bro. Nigga didn't even say Little Zane. Nigga Lil said Zane was Silk my guy, too, but Shaka. I was listening to the oh, South, bro. Like, I was nah. really listening. Like, no one can tell me shit about Future right now. Like, I'm not even talking about the new artists like Baby and all that. I'm talking about, like, like Outkast and fucking... Chingy and them niggas. Facts, all of that, that era, the 2004, 2005, 2006, yo, 2007. Yo, no you know shit, that was a fire era, though. Like, Ludacris is in my top five, bro. Like, no one can tell me shit about Ludacris. He's in my top five and all that, bro. Like, he has metaphors, similes, all that. I sound crazy, I know, because we from New York and shit, but I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> bro, that was a great time in hip-hop. T.I., bro, like, come on now. Young Buck was killing shit. Like, I was Young Buck was up. killing, yo, son. Yeah. That was a good time. That, damn, that was a good See, time. See, I'm taking you back now, right? Hell but that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. So that's why I was heavily influenced in music from that era. And then, like, I'm born in New York. I'm from New York. So at the same time, I like I like the boom pap and I like bars and I like lyricists. You get what I'm saying? Right. That's how I was able to do this project. Because I feel like with the production I had, like, about four or five of the beats on there were from my homies that I met when I lived in Atlanta in 2019. Um, Ayo Kari. Um, and my boy Aaron, Jose, you know what I'm saying? Like, they gave me some dope beats, and they're from the South. They live in the South, so the shits they gave me had the 808s on it. Like, yeah. this shit knock for real. You get what I'm saying? So then when I present the beats to these niggas from New York, from my town, they're like, what the fuck? Like, where you get this from? Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's a whole different dynamic from what they're used to hearing. So it's like, I kept the New York style on it, but I put the, the land, like, the Southern culture on the under, on the underground of it. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know how to, like, like, I put the, the uh, Southern culture in it. You feel what I'm saying? The right. Southern influence in it. Like, if you listen to that shit, you'll hear a lot of the 808s in that shit, the bass booming in that shit. But they could rap, though. You get what I'm saying? And, and Shorty could sing on there. It's a great project, bro. I promise you. Fire, fire. It's on That's Apple, hard. all of that. <laughs> That's hard. So, like, are we going to get a follow-up to this project that yeah, you have out. Definitely. Definitely. It's just like, like I told you, the first one took me like two years. So this one is probably going to take me, I'd say like six months now, probably to six to eight months. But I'm going to give it to them like 2023, definitely. 2023, definitely getting a 1303 2. 1303 like part two, volume two. two. Like a volume two. That's hard. That's but like, hard. like I told you, though, it's like maybe nine different. Oh, yeah. Warren went on there. Track commas on there. Um, it's probably like maybe nine artists on there or ten artists on there that I got to get together and like I don't know who's gonna come back for the second one. I don't, I don't know who's feeling what, who wants to do what. Like what I want to do is really have them like collaborate on the song. You get what I'm saying? Have all these artists like on some Khaled shit. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like, like a lot of that. I drew inspiration from Khaled too. You feel me? I'm not gonna cap because I always listen to his shits growing up. Because like I said, he had the southern, the T Pain, the plies, all that shit on it. Right. So I'm bumping that shit. I'm like, yo, how did the fuck did he get all these ill ass artists all on one? 
Song, album, like, hell not yeah. even one song, just one whole album. Like, how do you have even the shit he just dropped recently? You have fucking Lil Wayne, Jay Z, and Future, Kanye. and Lil Baby, and Drake, and Kanye West all on the same album. Like, that's crazy to me. You feel me? So that's what I did with my shit. I just got all the all stars that I fuck with that I know that genuinely fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they was with it. You feel what I'm saying? And like the de and like a lot of the dedication of the project was to my um my, my little brother Christian. He had passed away like two years ago. So the lead single for it was um Drip Like Chris by um Leak GG. He bodied that shit, Leeko the Bully. That's what he go by, like, he bodied that shit. Like, I sent him that beat. He came up with that term, Drip Like Chris, and then he just got in the studio, brought him to Harlem, got with Adam, got the beat from Aaron. It was like a whole thing, like, the shit came together perfectly, bro. Yo, like, shout out to the cousin. Yo, bro, like, yo, you putting shit together, bro. He a different, yo, he a different animal, bro. I promise, he a different animal. That's hard. Nah, but like, yo, so, Music and comedy. We've seen people do it. We've seen Childish Gambino, Eddie Murphy, the party all the time, and stuff like that. Where do you see the future of comedy rap? Comedy rap? Because like, I've always thought about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, There's artists that I really fuck with, like um, Ron Suno, right? Like, I had the pleasure of interviewing him maybe like twice in the past, right? Yo, he's, one, he's like the prime example of how you could take the comedy and take it to rap, take the rap, take it to comedy. He just knows how to turn that shit on and off and just go crazy, no homo, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he be going crazy with that shit. Like, he's, he's like the perfect example of that. But in the future, I see, I really do see it going in that direction. I feel like he's one of the leaders of it going in that direction due to the youth, because the youth run the culture. No matter what anyone says, the youth, the youngins, they're the ones that make the shit move, you get what I'm saying? So. The other... Yeah, they are the brains behind what's going on right now. Yeah, they're the ones that's in the media, social media houses. They're the ones that's on Fiverr and all that, editing everybody's shit and all of that. They're the ones that's making the Burger King commercials, the Sprite commercials, all of that. You get what I'm saying? So I see it going in that direction of being, because a lot of the rap isn't, like, it's not gangster rap anymore, really. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Now not... it's, you're having fun, you know, just, I don't know, I don't want to indict myself, but you know what they say in popping perks and all yeah, type yeah, of dirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know that's what they say. Fact. But. <laughs> But um, yeah, the shit is crazy. Like, it's just a good time now with music. I don't feel like it's on some like. I mean, of course, there's artists that are beefing and they're gonna make these diss tracks and shit. But I feel like the mainstream isn't gonna invest in that anymore. And I feel like it's gonna go towards the, the YouTubers and the people that like not the. I didn't grow up rapping. Those people, the ones I didn't grow up rapping. I'm just doing this for fun. That's what I feel like is gonna happen in the future. It's mm. sad, but it's, that's what I feel like. And that makes sense too, cause like you um like you are starting to see it slowly going to that direction. Yeah. Cause like I feel like if you take about three months, anybody could rap, bro. Yeah. But now though, but now it's like that now. That's what I'm saying. Back then it wasn't like that. Three months is like, who are you though? Now it's like, oh word, you got a good image, you can rap a little bit. Let's put you in the studio, you can rap good now. I got a writer for you. All you gotta do is show you how to say the shit. I'm gonna tell you how to say it. To say it just like this. You have the image already, bro. Like that's what it is now. Like the talented people are the songwriters, the people in the backgrounds, the ones that aren't on camera. Like that's... a lot of the times the ones on camera are just the just the body, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Can't write a song for nothing, but they just know how to say shit. But at the same time, I can't just say that 100% too, because a lot of people did put in a lot of work, and they made it. No, you know of course, what I'm of course. Like, like, you're not like, trying to discredit nobody. Yeah, like, you not know taking I mean? no credit from nobody, discrediting anybody. That's a fact. So, you from the city, like you from where you from? Right, so I'll tell you exactly where I'm from. So, uh, I was born in Brooklyn, like every Haitian. Moved to Long Island when I was seven. I was raised in Elmont, and then now I live in Harlem as a grown adult. That's fine. Yeah, Yo, I'm Harlem bro. <laughs> Let me ask you something, and this might sound crazy. Yeah. 
why do a lot of Haitian dads wear khakis? <laughs> like, I feel like you're not a Haitian dad unless you got a pair of khakis and it's pulled up at a certain length gotta on the stomach. Gotta be ready for everything, bro. We came, off that, we came out here ready for war, bro. You think they came here from Haiti just to play? I'm gonna keep my shits up ready for anything. I'm, I'm, here, with it. I'm here with it. I'm here with it. You see us, we rocking our shit sagging and all that, getting caught. That's I never so heard a Haitian dad get caught. <laughs> Let me, me know when you've seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the church shoes and the tube socks, too, like poking out. Like. And he's still gonna make it to work on time tomorrow. That's a fact. <laughs> That's no fact. complaining. I've noticed that, like, because I got a lot of Haitian friends. So one time I met my um friend's dad, and then right without him saying anything, I was like, yo, like, you're definitely from Haiti. So then yeah. like he goes, How did you know? And then like I didn't want to say because <laughs> of the outfit. Cause like You he, see my fit, I'm Haitian Air Forces, silky shirt, jeans on. Nah, Why but like you a young good? Haitian, bro. Like, man, like, yo, like this the new Haitians, the new generation of Haitians, bro. We different now. Our, our parents went through all the troubles, all the work. Bro, I used to wear. One pair of sneakers. I was going to say two. One, bro. I had one pair of sneakers, bro. I used to get Iversons. You know why? Because they were three colors, bro. No. I used to have that shit from September all the way to, like, February. And if I did good in school, then I'll get some Air Forces or some Jordans or something. You know what I'm saying? But those got to last through the summer, back to September, and then I get, get another pair of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? So Hell I went through yeah. the trenches, bro. Like, every chance I get now, I buy Forces now, bro. Like, it's a whole new generation. <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, so, Roasting. Yeah. It's a New York staple. I don't yeah. care where you from in New York. You done had to flame somebody up or like you got flamed. Yeah. What's the craziest you flamed somebody and what's the craziest somebody flamed you? Yeah, I bet the craziest I flamed somebody. I had a show one time. This shit is on my Instagram too. If y'all go on my Instagram, y'all will see it. Yeah. Um. So there was in the crowd around performing. I'm doing my thing, whatever. And then some, some dude, kid, whatever, with braids, right, stands up. He's just staring at me. like It's like he was trying to duck me, but he's like this. But like looking down. So I'm looking at him, I was like, yo, bro, don't try to duck. I see you looking at me, <laughs> right? So then he turned around, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to you. How old are you? We ain't supposed to be in here. How old are you, 13? Why are your braids so short? You 18, 25, 30, 45? And then, like, I just kept going all the way up. And then everyone was looking at him, and then his dad started asking me, how old are you, bro? Oh, damn. Because <laughs> he had the cigarette face, but he had the elementary body. So it's oh, like, yo. Nah, not the cigarette <laughs> face. No way. That's but wild. Yeah, but the worst that I've ever been roasted, shit. Probably my mans. I would even say on stage or anything, cause um, yeah, I'd say my. No, nah, I went to 85 South show. Yeah, I went to 85 South show. That was I went to uh, backstage um for the meet and greet shit, right? Yeah. So we in line. I'm like maybe second to last, right? So there's a shorty in front of me, right? Like you could tell she's waiting to get chose, whatever. Whatever they said, sign to her. She takes all the picture with them, whatever. Da 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 da. da. They say something to her, and then they look at her, and then I look too, like, damn, she look good, yeah. I look at DC, he looks at me like, yeah. And then as soon as I pull up, he said, this nigga got parts in his head. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that shit was funny to all of them, because I keep two parts in my hair and shit like that, right? So then fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, so basically he just said that, and then the, both of them just started roasting me. And then that was probably it, but nobody was there for that, because it was backstage at a meet and greet. But I'd say, like, that's a confession, I guess. Yeah. Like, I got roasted by the 85 South niggas backstage. But, like, no one was there for that but me. It was bad, though. I ain't gonna front. It was bad, because I was mad skinny and shit, too. And then they told him I looked like a like a sick DC, and he was standing right next to me. I was like, what the fuck? A sick DC is crazy. A sick DC is crazy, so I never told none of my mans about that. They about to find out now. Julio, where can the people find you, bro? Um, They can find me on um, Instagram, at Julio, with three underscores after that. Um, Yeah, so just go on Instagram, follow me. Um, uh, Make sure you download my album. It's on Apple, Spotify, and Tidal. That's 1303. That's 13. The letter O and 3. I'm Julio. Shout out to everybody that's been helping me so far. Um, yeah. I love you, mommy. Yeah, that's it.
That's crazy. And y'all know where y'all can find me. I am Titus Peoples across the board. When discussion strikes online, y'all know where to find me at. But real quick, the craziest I ever got roast. So during like 2020, like all the shops are closed, can't get no haircut. So like I had a hairnet on, right? Yeah. So I go on the Zooms with my homies so we could talk about film projects. Why the niggas say Titus got a hairnet on? It looked like he know how to make a good pot of collard greens. <laughs> Niggas said it looked like my collard greens taste good. I look like somebody's no, grandma. My niggas called would... you a single grandmother, my nigga. Hell yeah, bro. And then they took the picture. And then they started posting the picture because I'm sitting underneath a blanket and I got on like this shit on my yeah, fucking nasty. head. I was looking like. You can't be going out like that, bro. Hell no. I was dead looking like a grandma, though. Yeah, they wild on me. Shout out to my son. He said I look like my collard greens taste good. I ain't never heard that one. But like, yo. It's been real, Julio. Well, it was a pleasure, bro. Until next time, guys, this is When Discussion Strikes. We out.